thought we were recording yeah, for a second. Yeah. <laughs> and welcome back to episode 106 of Pretty Full Weekly. My name is Chase Schweitzer, and I'll be your host from the pink room of Greenwood Sound. I'm joined, as always, by my dear friend, co-host, colleague, contributor to City View, Consequence of Sound, and iHeartRadio, Parker Reed. Dune Hive, rise up. <laughs> what the? F- what did you just say to me? Dune Hive. Dune Hive. Sequel coming, baby. Yeah, everyone knew there would be a sequel, <laughs> dude. To everyone who thought Dune was gonna flop at the box office, like Denny Villeneuve, some kind of indie ass director that no one's ever heard of. Timothy Chalamet's in the movie Parker. I mean, don't you know anything that isn't Marvel? now is like in is like is outside the system failure. yeah people but. are so cynical that they thought a giant multi-billion dollar company wasn't <laughs> going to create a sequel to a giant multi-hundred million dollar movie like that's obviously a first investment in franchising out of yeah I, I, I don't know i get that the dune fans were concerned but the rest hive yeah, yeah. oh sh- <laughs> rest rest your tired wings uh <laughs> dune hivers <laughs> because <laughs> All of your all of your Twitter campaigning can, yeah, can, can it finally work. It finally worked. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet is gonna get another job in Hollywood, right? God Don't damn, worry, dude. Norwalk native Jason Momoa is gonna <laughs> is getting another gig. Yeah, he's not gonna get unbanned from Cabco, but he he will be able to get into the next fucking Dune movie. And yes, he is banned from Cabco, if you're wondering. If you ever want the full scoop on that story, just DM me on Twitter or something. Uh, dude, I can't believe he's here with us today. <laughs> hey, say something, Jason. Hey, Jason. <laughs> He's super shy. Way too shy. <laughs> He's just holding the trident above his head right now. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you bring that? <laughs> I can see that that's made out of rubber, and it's like the tips are flexing as they accidentally poke against. Well, I watched the Muppet Haunted Mansion <laughs> on Disney Plus, dude. Dude, this is my last thing. Yeah, but you said that like the illusion. And I was like, all I could think about, this guy's holding a candle in front of him. Yeah. And I was like, those flames are CG. And they weren't good CG. So it was like really distracting. That really pulled you out of Muppets Haunted Mansion. <laughs> the, it did. The realism of the movie was broken <laughs> Dude, Gon- by the CG flames. Dude, I, cause, I mean, Gonzo is a tangible character. Yeah. 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 Pe- Pepe <laughs> is a tangible character. Yeah. That's the, that's the appeal of Muppets generally is uh, sort of the hands-on classic cinema approach of like real prop movie ma- i'm saying this facetiously and i'm realizing that it's actually kind of true which is fun. <laughs> kind of talking myself into watching the movie a little bit i almost tweeted something last week about like trying to take someone to muppets haunted mansion you know but yeah my twitter has been destroyed and it is <laughs> so i can never you're on the blacklist i can never tweet about muppets haunted mansion again dude i mean now you now you have to be an activist account you can't well, just talk about haunted mansion anymore dude i okay so here's the Thing. We were going to talk about other music. Eventually, we're going to talk about Elizabeth Moen. I will spend 60 seconds talking about this, and then we'll move on. And we'll save the other music discussion for next week's episode in order to keep this one, you know, Come tight. back next week. To see about Chase's exploration into sp- spoilers. I think it's really funny what I've been diving into. I think it's going to make you laugh really hard. And I cannot wait to say the sentence, I'm getting into blank. It's just going to make you really laugh. <laughs> I'm mad we're delaying it now. I know, but... What I will say is it's hilarious because, like, I don't have, I never, I never had, like, a big Twitter account, right? I had, like, 100 followers, you know, 140 followers or something. Now the vast majority of my followers are because of this thread. Yeah. So literally I might have to just start a new Twitter because I'm I'm like, how do I pivot? Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I have to either deliberately tweet, 
hey, just so you know, I'm eventually going to go back to like tweeting about emo music and just skateboarding and fucking baseball, or I just have to abandon that Twitter, you know? Um, what if, what if you, <laughs> what if you were like the anchor tweet or whatever? You're like, wow, this really blew up. Uh, stream ghost story. <laughs> <laughs> Just the most toned that fucking like the worst thing you could. <laughs> That's such a good troll that I really wish I like had the courage to just pull that. That would be so fucking funny. If I was like, uh, <laughs> funny, funny, funny. No, of course today we're not here to talk about Twitter. We're not here to talk about Muppets Haunted Mansion. Mm-mm. We're here to talk about music. Mm. More specifically, we're here to talk about the new single from. Iowa-based artist, what what would you call the genre, PR? We're talking folk, Americana, blues, singer-songwriter, just an amalgamation of all that? I'd say songwriter, uh, yeah, Amer- I mean, yeah, Americana, folky. Uh, yeah. A combination of indie and folk, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Folky nah. with an I-E, yeah, not a yeah. Y. Yeah. Uh, it's Elizabeth Moen. She's back with her new single, Is Heaven Just a Waiting Room? Hmm. Makes you think. It makes you think, doesn't it, PR? Is it? <laughs> Answer it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it absolutely is. No. Uh this song came out a little bit ago. My notes are a little shaky today. I don't I forgot to write down when it came out. It's been out for a couple months, right? We're behind. Surely we're behind. PR well, I mean, it's what we do best. It's what we that. do best is review the music in a timely yeah. fashion yeah, I, I got it, such that it's completely lost relevance by the time that I we get, actually get around to talking about it but that's kind of the that's I, kind of the vibe of the show I got a big chungus uh, August 26th August We're about 2 months behind 26th man where were you you know hmm I don't remember. So, <laughs> very earnestly, I don't this, remember. This single comes hot off the heels of 2020's EP Creature of Habit, which, which I believe we talked, we talked about on a previous episode of Pretty Fort Weekly. Of course, I think our I'd have to go back and listen to our review, our review, but I think we were very high on it and I think we had one comment in particular that I will weave into the discussion about today's single. Okay. But before I do that, I'll just remind you that Elizabeth Moen has three albums mm-hmm. on Spotify. 2016's Self-Titled, 2017's That's All I Wanted, and 2018's A Million Miles Away. Mm-hmm. This single may or may not be coming off an upcoming album. Dude, I really dropped the ball. I don't know. Here's the thing. What I do know, PR, is that this is a good fucking song. It is. It is. And you said something interesting to me before this. To pull the shades behind, um, you know, we are monetarily uh, invested, and that's why everyone pays us to review their music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, you said that you were putting stock in Elizabeth Moen right now. I, the show. yeah, I would be buying Elizabeth Moen stock if I were <laughs> sort of if if artists were kind of like publicly traded and I could invest. You know, I guess that's what Patreon is. I don't know. I just think that. You know, the sound is trending in a really good direction for Elizabeth Mullen. I mean, yeah. I mean, so we talked about Creature of Habit, but in the past we had also talked about her audio tree session as well. Yes, yes, When I remember being high on that. And also, I mean, Headgear is a regular rotation song for me. I love this song, and it's really popular on Spotify. Yeah. I don't know. I've seen people add it to their playlists and shit, and big song, and Creature of Habit was an interesting project, you know, pandemic project, Mm -hmm. but this is the real... 
that's the point I wanted to make as well, which is that I I remember when we were talking about Creature of Habit, I think we were contextualizing it with the Audio Tree review and just saying something along the lines of Elizabeth Moen is too good at music. The somewhat lackluster, like literally somewhat lackluster production on Creature of Habit is so noticeable in conjunction with how insanely good she is as just a vocalist and a guitarist mm-hmm. and a songwriter. Right. You know what I mean? There's a charm to like sort of shaky production if you're a fucking emo band, like the music mm. we make and stuff, you right. know? Like th- that whole indie sound has its has its time and place. Elizabeth Moen to me is something entirely different. And that's way yeah. more evident in the audio tree performance where you just hear how capable and expressive and I, I almost said like dramatic or like theatrical almost like her performance is like so grand and mm-hmm. um and really just gripping and compelling that it outshines you know it, it, it I'm not saying that it, it outshines bad production but it like it deserves the production that we're here starting to hear on heaven as a waiting room which yeah. to me has come a long way and uh yeah to just I guess discuss the song itself. It's almost one of the more straightforward Elizabeth Moen songs. It's a ballad. It has it starts with, you know, her on guitar and her vocals. Eventually slide leads start building in. You know, we get the little touches of piano key as they kind of make their entrance and eventually a groove kind of builds with some drums. And uh everything's pretty much steady as she goes from there as far as the composition, the arrangement. Mm-hmm. It's not like this big sweeping thing where sounds are coming in and out. It's not like a fucking Zaptura song, you know. <laughs> like it is a the collab for the ages. Oh, that dude, that would, what a like honestly though, what a weird but insane, you know, kind of fusion that would be. But no, this is this is a very classically written song. Yeah. So it comes down to how good is Elizabeth Moen? And the answer is she's insanely good. Dude, her voice is fucking crazy on this song. Her guitar playing's crazy on this song. That's a highlight for me. And I think it's whenever you have a guitar part that is not particularly when you put on the sheet, mm-hmm. the sheet music. Mm-hmm. And it's not like that interesting, but it's just performed so well and it's yeah. so expressive. And and I mean, those are the great guitar parts of history, right? Like, right. you know, not to say this is like... It's not like fucking Dragon Force, right. you know, it's like, not like through the fire and flames. <laughs> well, like, yeah, I mean, you know, th- I don't know, like um, Hotel California or something. Mm-hmm. But that's like how expressive and how well performed it is. That is a standout for me is the guitar performance. Uh, I love the vibe of it. I love just the subtle Americana vibes. Mm-hmm. Like it's just... The tennis. slides yeah, and stuff, yeah. I love it. And obviously her voice is very good. It's a pretty straight song. Right. Like it's not inherently groovy perhaps and it's mm-hmm. really not like you know it is a ballad but it is like mid-tempo so it's a pretty straightforward anyone that's like you know a fan of like traditional country or uh folk music would be pretty into this oh like, yeah Th- this is i don't mean this as a in a derogatory way this is such a broadly appealing song yeah like this is one of the more broadly appealing things we'll talk about on the show sometimes we're t- i mean dude we talked about fucking that mark shippy alex cunningham noise record <laughs> for 30 minutes you know like right. there's shit that we listen to where we're just like hey just so you know listener this is unlistenable for a normal person <laughs> like i don't know why we're doing this <laughs> this song's the opposite of that right. this song is like oh i can uh, i would show my grandma this song you know yeah. and she would be like holy shit this she is a good like- song 
like oh, a, yeah. the kids that hang out at my uh, grandma takes issue with the drum uh, the, <laughs> the drum production she's like that kick yeah. is that kick is too punchy chase your grandma's like this is pretty good but it's no dragon force <laughs> snow through the fire and flames those are some real shredders <laughs> Uh, I mean, like you said, it would appeal to that. It definitely would appeal to the kids that are, you know, hanging out at XBK or ZZZ, right? Yeah, like, you know, fuck the vinyl grind and Ames, you know, yeah, it's, it is. And, and I think people, like you said, sometimes use mass appeal as a derogative term. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not like. Not in uh, this case. No. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And there's not too much more to say about it besides that it's it's an obvious save, I guess, for me. I will I will say on a personal note, this is where we step outside of, OK, everything's right about this song, but let Chase be a pedantic asshole and find something to complain about. OK. I've never really been that into, and I've said this before on the show, I've just never really been into the slide sound, mm-hmm. the, those leads. Like, it's such a, an, an element of Americana, and I get it, and I appreciate it, but I talked about it with Clayton Ryan's music. I feel like I've talked about it with Elizabeth Moan's music in the past. Like Etheridge Nets or something? Etheridge Nets, yeah. you know, maybe even, like, I don't know if host country ever uses slide. Like, there's something about slides to me where it feels too tropey, slightly too repetitive, and the atmosphere is slightly too distracting for how non-changing it is or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it takes up a lot of space yet. It doesn't have Yet. I've heard it so many mm-hmm. times before my ears just start trying to tune them out is what I'm saying. They feel, they always feel louder than they really mm-hmm. are. So that's my own personal vendetta against slides for some reason. Sorry to just tag you, that at the end. You know what I have to say about that? What? Slide to the left. <laughs> Slide. I'm not gonna. No, you no. said that. It, uh, that dude, was you were waiting. That. <laughs> you were waiting so fucking long. <laughs> All the words. Yeah, just over. just go. <laughs> I have no commentary on what this kid is actually talking about. Just let me get to the fucking Macarena joke. Not the Macarena. What's that? Uh, uh, what that God damn it! Everybody, clap your hands. Is that a save? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me like I'm some elitist asshole. What? I, I, I right, do, well. you know, like, uh, you know, if there was some constructive discussion to be had, you know, uh, maybe what keeps this from being like goat status for me is that it isn't, it isn't hooky and it, and on the other side of it, it isn't like Brandy Carlisle level of vast sweeping ballad. It exists somewhere in between, mm. right? So it doesn't have the hooked factor and it doesn't have like the great emotional appeal of like the joke or something like that. So I think they could have approached the production in a way that like cranked up the hookiness of it, especially the line is seven, just a waiting room or whatever, however it goes. And the way she repeats that, you know, is heaven just a traffic jam? Is heaven just a, I've written down front porch swing yeah. and then you know it leads into each verse i feel like it could be more that's not really a hook but i feel like it could be more cemented in as like a repetitive sort of like a, a sing-song sound but the production is really organic and authentic in this song her voice isn't just slapped on top of it it is mm-hmm. mixed as if this were just recorded in a room yeah, and it, it sounds good for that purpose mm-hmm. but i will say this doesn't sound like the latest Britney Howard project or whatever sure, that can appeal yeah. on like a pop level. Like those compl- are there. There's actually very little pop in this at all. Right. Um, and, and so 
I feel like if you cranked the pop knob, sure, you could you could get, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it might, you know, it might be more of a Chasey Boy song mm-hmm. if you crank the pop knob, if I'm if I'm being honest with you. Yeah. You know, you take out some of the slide leads and replace them with some like dumbass synths going like, wee, wee, and all of a sudden I'm like, ooh, <laughs> it's like the Postal Service. You know? uh, uh, so I could see that. But what we got is so good for what it is. You can see what it was going for. And it was like, yeah. you guys, yeah, I mean, you nailed that. I mean, I agree. I mean, I'll go in with you on some stock for for Moen here. <laughs> We're stock check. I'm cashing every, out my 401k and putting it all in Elizabeth Moen stock. Every week we have that we would, have dude, the stock. What if watch. we had tickers on the website? It's just like, <laughs> dude, I have such a bad joke. Which is just like we have the tickers. It's like green Elizabeth Moen up, and it's just like Ooh. like crash. <laughs> like, Just red <laughs> with the down arrow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you see that break on Twitter? Jack? Like, oh, fuck. Check pretty for it. <laughs> oh, damn it. Just what I thought. Sell, sell, sell. <laughs> sell, sell, sell. <laughs> oh, fuck. I have to cut that out. But anyway, the point is, this is a really good song. I encourage yeah. you to go listen to it. And uh, PR. That was episode 106 of Pretty Fort Weekly. Thank you for listening. You can head on over to prettyfort.com to check out our written coverage of the Des Moines and Iowa music scene. You can also drop us a link. Mm-hmm. Send us your music, your favorite music, anything you're listening to. As long as it's from Iowa, we'll talk about mm-hmm. it. And uh, we still have t-shirts available. All proceeds will go to the Des Moines Music Coalition. So go ahead and cop yourself a baby blue pocket tee. PR. You can follow us on Twitter at PrettyFort. You can follow us on Instagram at PrettyFortDM. Where can they follow you on Twitter? At Reed, Parker. And you can follow me on Twitter at... I'm not even going to say my Twitter, bro. <laughs> We're just going to move on. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, should we hit him with the stinger? Uh-huh. Keep, Keep on spinning. spinning.